Oh, g'day everyone. Welcome back to the show. This is Roll With The Punches podcast. Hey, if you're not coming back, if you're coming for the very first time, big welcome to you. A big virtual hug. Feel that? Mm, just wrapping it around you metaphorically. Uh, thanks for showing up. I'm your host, Tiffany Cook, and each week on a Saturday, that's today, that's today, the day this airs, maybe not the day you listen to it, but every Saturday I get on and I just riff about whatever thoughts and ideas might be floating around in my head. Uh, Last week I talked about the idea of manifestation. What is it? Is it real? Does it exist? Does it work? How do we do it? What are these things that people sell out there in the whole selling manifestation? That's a weird concept, isn't it? Um, That landed quite well. I got some good feedback. So thank you. Thanks for letting me know if what I have to say is garbage or if it's (laughs) thought-provoking. Hopefully it's the latter. Today I want to talk about I want to talk about mindset and training a little bit because I've been focusing on it in my world. I I decided to step up my training a little bit and I asked somebody to I asked Harps to give me a training session the other day to dictate what I should do, right? So this outsourcing of the choice of what to do. And it was really interesting observing my own mindset in the process of that and I just absolutely thrived on it. So I thought I want to talk about some of the things that I noticed and that popped up and that came into my mind throughout the process. So I asked Harps to give me a training session and the first thing he did was he said, this out of the blue, we were having a chat about work on the phone and then he said, oh, by the way, today, have you done any training? I said, no, not yet. He goes, all right, today I want you to go to the Sandringham steps. These are some steps that go down to the beach, obviously, in Sandringham. And they're about 100 steps, I think, little concrete steps. And he said, I want you to do 50 laps. 50 flights up and down and I want you to do it in 50 minutes. And I was like, okay, right, rightio. Uh, that sounds like a lot, but I'll do it. So I rocked up, ready to go. And the steps, I did the first lap up and down and I looked at my watch and I went, oh, that took an hour, that's an hour, that took a minute and 30 seconds. So that's definitely not, it's like 50 minutes means I've got to do this up and down in under a minute. So I've taken a minute and a half and off the bat, I was like, okay, this is going to be hard. So I stepped up a little bit and I was also like, oh, it's probably going to be impossible. But I want to talk you through the process of some of the stuff that went on in my head and in my body. And might I add at this point, Previously, a few days prior, I was quite ill for a couple of days. So I was quite ill and I was coming off the back of that being ill and then having a couple of nights of not the most amazing sleep. So I wasn't in the best condition for this, but don't berate me for that. I'm going to want to talk to you about the mindset of what's going on here. So I get 12 flights in and my legs are violently shaking and I thought, hmm, this is bad. This is going to be bad news for me. This is this is already from how much I've done already. This is I'm already going to be in the world of hurt because I haven't been doing stairs or stair climbs or any of the sort. And I start thinking in my head, should I call Harps now and tell him that this is this is what's going on and this should I get the the uh because should I get the workout 
reps dropped, what do I do? And then in my head I'm going, did he did he give me a number of stair climbs that he think is achieve that he thinks is achievable, unachievable? Did he say 50 minutes because that's what I should like? Is that a measured outcome or has he picked a number out of the sky or has he deliberately picked a number that he knows that I can't like I could all this stuff's going on in my head and I'm thinking should do I call him and then I was going okay hang on a minute before you go calling anybody what is the outcome that we want this is a benchmark what are we going to do with our are we training our mind or our body are we training our mind or our body today our body we know our body's not in the optimal state we've been sick we haven't slept amazing Okay, we're not training the body today. We're training the mind. Obviously, the body is coming along for the ride, and what a ride it was. So I get to 20 reps in, 20 flights in, and that would have been, well, that would have been about the 40, maybe 45-minute mark, 40 to 45 minutes in, and it, I was in a pretty immense pain. Um, my legs were shaking all the way down. And it was very painful on the way up and I'm going two steps at a time, you know, because one step at a time, okay, two steps at a time kind of hurts more, but I can't deal with the slow pace of doing one little step at a time. At the 20 minute point, I went, okay, so this is where like there was just this mindset, sh- this really definite mindset shift of I had I realized that I needed to blur my vision and see only the steps in front of me, not the not the steps all the way up. If I looked up, my performance changed. My mind would take over and go, "Oh, that's we're so far away." So we couldn't look. I couldn't see how much that further there was to go. And then with every step that I took, I just started chanting in my head, "Every step is one more step. Every step is one more step. Every step is one more step." So weird, hey? Every step is one more step. But that became my little mantra and it just got me to the top. And I found that every time I reached that last little flight at the top and I, cause I would know I was there and I would kind of glance, I would see the end in sight and my body would just go, Oh, and I would have to grab the railing and I'd be dragging myself up. And it was so interesting because I knew that that was mental because it didn't happen on the rest of the flight, but the moment I'd let my eyes look up and see the end was so, so close. My body would go, oh, we can't do this anymore. Like how interesting is that? And then I'm going along and going along and counting with my little sticks. I've got this little pile of sticks that I would move every time I did a rep because there's just, there's no count. There's no being in that horrific state of training and trying to count reps and not lose count. So I was moving my little sticks and I was thinking to myself in my head, what what I was going to say to Harps when I finished, I was going to be like, and I remember so he was recently training one of his, one of, a former Olympian, Jackie Cooper. She's a beast, right? So I've been hearing what a beast she is this whole time. And I thought to myself, when I finish this, I'm going to berate him with a message that goes something like, I don't know what sort of Olympian you think I am, but I'm no Jackie Cooper, right? So these, this was the thought I caught myself thinking in my head. And then I was like, hang on a minute. There is no way you are going to say words like that because that is embedding a belief. Do I believe that I'm not an 
that I, that I don't have a mindset as strong as an Olympian. I definitely do not believe that. You know, what I believe dictates my reality. And I believe that I have got a rock solid mindset when I know how to tap into it. And then what I also, that got me around the line of thinking. So realizing, oh, I'm not going to say that because I actually have these beliefs around what we say to ourselves and that belief itself dictates a different outcome. Then I went, also this idea of thinking, catastrophizing in my head going, okay, I don't think I'll be able to walk tomorrow. I wonder how many days I won't be able to walk for. What's the impact of this on my body? How much is this going to hurt me? Blah, 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 all of the things. And then I realized that also that thinking in itself was going to create an outcome in my body. It was going to create, it was going to enhance it out. Obviously, I'm going to wake up sore, obviously. But I wholeheartedly believe that if we allow our thoughts to go running rampant, then it can enhance the outcome of whatever's going to happen. So I shut the hell up. I trusted my body. I was like, does your body feel bad? No, body feels strong, zero niggles, nothing hurts. This is a high training load for... Maybe not an optimal, like if this was a competition day, you'd be like, this is far from optimal, but we weren't in it for performance. It was in it for how do we feel in the middle of this session? How do I manage my mind with what seems like it might be impossible? How do I approach pain and discomfort? And how do I dig deeper than wherever my mind is putting limits on me? And it is profound. It is profound to go through a process like that. Another thing that I found really intriguing was the idea that I haven't trained like that in that as in, oh, like I've trained, I've ha- I train with my boxing coach once a week and it is hard and I go down to train with him once a week because it's hard because it takes me into a level beyond where I would go. But there is something about the the mindset I needed to get into to do this stair run and it's intriguing to me that Craig didn't need to be there. He didn't need to be watching over me, that all I had to do was say to him, can you give me a training session? And when he gives me a training session and some markers and because of my relationship and respect for him and my competitive nature, he didn't even need to be there. Like no one was watching me. I could have cheated. I could have done bloody 40 sets. I could have taken five hours to do it. I could have had a rest in between. I could have done a thousand things and I could have not pushed as hard as I did. And so it intrigues me. And I'm the person, like how weird is it that I'm intrigued, but it intrigues me to go, how interesting that putting all of this in place takes me to a place that I couldn't or wouldn't or wasn't going to of my own accord. So it just made me, I don't know, it made me think a lot about how else we can put things into place in life and also how everything else that I'm doing at the moment, immediately when I got that shift, that momentary shift in one session, I, everything else, there were all of these subtle changes that I made everywhere else. My, I prioritize my recovery. So I'm like, you can't train that hard 
and not have perfect sleep. You cannot like making sure that I took magnesium, making sure that I took my greens, making sure that I was eating really good, like putting time in to prepare really good food because it was a priority because I'd pushed myself really hard. So realizing all of these tiny one percenters in other areas all stepped up. And then on a few days later, so I'd done a few hard days of training and I had a friend coming over to do some sparring, shout out to Jules, and I organized some other people to come as well because I knew that I was going to be fucked a little bit tired and I wasn't sure if I'd be much good for it. I was like, just traveling all the way over to do some rounds and won't be many rounds, but I don't want to be super shit or I don't want to turn up and go, hey, I'm way too tired, which was pretty much what I said. But I did jump in and do some rounds and – it was really interesting that despite how exhausted I felt, the purpose again for these rounds was, I mean, they're, they're two-minute rounds. I did three of them, so I did six minutes work. It wasn't a lot of work, but it was like how how does this affect your boxing performance and your th- how can you manage your mind and your performance and what happens under when you think that you're too tired, too exhausted, too, you know, X, Y, Z, And it was interesting because I felt I noticed some things that I wasn't doing that obviously I still couldn't walk on my calves without immense pain. It was very painful. But then when I was in the boxing ring, I couldn't feel them. But I just, my movements were different. There was a lot of things that were different. But I also was just being sharp. Like my focus on being sharp was really enhanced. And my focus, there was a definite shift again in my mindset and my focus. And I found that really interesting. So I guess my purpose of this little episode is maybe to challenge you to find a little, do a little something, even if it's one session or workout a week, go and do something and really, and see if you can implement some stuff that makes you push through just one session a week, just find, commit to something and see how uncomfortable, see how much past your own limits you can push yourself. I swear you will just adore it and it makes changes in other parts of your life. It is so, it is so profound. I love it. I'm a bit of a psychopath though, so maybe I'm the only one. I don't know. Let me know. Am I a psychopath? We'll find out. Anyway, Thanks, everyone. You're amazing. Keep tuning in. Big love to you.